this session on the growth in holiness, we're going to focus on the centrality of Christ. In other words, without Jesus, there is no holiness. He is the model of all holiness. There's no holiness outside of Jesus. You could have good behavior, you could have great good manners, or a pleasant personality, morally good, upright, but not holiness in the strict sense. He is the model of holiness, but he's not a model of holiness in an external kind of way. Don't know if you have seen those little bracelets with the four letters WWJD on them, which stand for what would Jesus do? And there, it's a very good sentiment. And the idea, I suppose, is that you are engaged in your ordinary life and occasionally look down at your bracelet and you are reminded to act as if Jesus were doing those actions. What would Jesus do in my situation? Now, it's a very good sentiment, but it is a little bit theologically erroneous. It's a bit incorrect. Because we could also ask, what would other holy people do? What would Our Lady, what would Mother Teresa do? What would Martin Luther King do if he were here? These very good people, what would they do? And when we say that, of course, they're not there. Martin Luther King is not there. Mother Teresa is not there. We're saying, if they were here, and then we're saying the same about Jesus, if he were here, what would he do? And that is the error. Because in you or me, a baptized person, Jesus is there. And so when we think about holy action, we shouldn't be approaching it as if Jesus are kind of imagining Jesus were there. He is there. And the person who really grasps this perhaps more than anybody is St. Paul. And it seems that the beginning of his insight was when he was knocked off his horse on the road to Damascus. And he cries out, who are you, Lord? And he receives the response, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. Now, of course, St. Paul had never seen Jesus in person. He had persecuted Christians. And Jesus is saying unambiguously, you are persecuting me. They are me. And so St. Paul was the one who really meditated on this. And he's the one who speaks about when we're baptized, we put on Jesus, is the phrase he uses. We put on Jesus Christ. Also, he says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. So he really understood this very deeply. You are Christ. You are another Christ. And so you shouldn't say, and I shouldn't say, what would Jesus do if he were here? Jesus is here. And the holier the person is, the more that is the case, the more they have put on Christ, the more they're in Christ or Christ is in them. They're not almost like two separate people. And that is the great mysteries of holiness. It really is putting on Christ. Christ is acting. Christ is the one who is present in that Christian. And the fathers of the church speak about this a lot in different ways. St. Ambrose, he says that he talks about the Christian reproducing Christ's life in his soul. Contemporary of his, St. John Chrysostomum, he says that the ideal of Christian perfection is to imitate Christ. And then St. Augustine, from about the same time, he says more dramatically, we become Christ. This is what he says. Let us rejoice and give thanks, for we have become not only Christians, but Christ. Marvel and rejoice, we have become Christ. So he is very clear, very unambiguous about the fact that we have become Christ through our baptism. Now, from this follows, the more that we have put on Christ, the more that we are like Christ, the more that he is in us and we are in him, but then the more that we have his sentiments in us. And one of these sentiments is the sentiment of the drive to bring others closer to God what we call 
apostolate. And this is a very natural consequence of having become Christ. An apostolate, bringing others to, to God, bringing them closer to God, is not something reserved to we priests or religious. It is for every baptized person. Why? Because they are Christ. They have put on Christ, the same sentiments as Christ. And St. Paul uses this phrase, caritas Christi urget nos, the charity of Christ urges us. So in other words, we have the same sentence as Jesus. We have to see with his eyes. St. Teresa of Avila, she put this very nicely, summed it up very well, very famously. Christ has no body on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassionately on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.